we are live and we are back. Let's go. Welcome to another installment of Wealth Wednesdays. I am your host, Sideline Corey, one half of the Corey and Philip podcast. This is actually, this is Wealth Wednesday number seven. I think I was an episode ahead and I kept saying, is this? I think I said the last one was seven, but maybe not. Maybe I said the last one was six because it was six. But this is Wealth Wednesdays number seven. On Wealth Wednesdays, I get straight to it and discuss finances. Normally on, what was it? Mondays, my co-host Jordan and I drop a fitness and finance episode, but this is your first time listening. My co-host Jordan, aka Stop Stalling Jay, is still on paternity leave. So while he is out, this is what you guys are getting, straight finance stuff. And then once he is back, we'll be dropping the fitness and finance stuff again. However, before you get started, please hit that, before we, before we get started, please hit that like button on youtube for the algorithm for me please please share please subscribe on podcast platforms please leave those rating reviews pretty pretty please for myself you can follow follow me at silent underscore Corey, twitter instagram and tiktok and then as i said my co-host stop stalling jay you can find him on twitter instagram and tiktok as well and then his business page is finally fit.live and you can find that on instagram no not his business page is finally fit that's on Instagram and Facebook. His website is finallyfit.live. All right. And again, on Wealth Wednesdays, y'all know what we do. We get straight into it. So today, as y'all can see by the title of the video or the podcast, we are talking about why you shouldn't pay yourself first. This is a very common phrase. I would say it's probably it's probably the beginner phrase. Um, I mean, outside of, you know, first thing you need to do is get on a budget. Normally, the second thing people tell you to do, or one of the main things I tell you to do is to pay yourself first when it comes to budgeting. I generally recommend that you, actually, I never recommend that you pay yourself first. One of the issues is that when you pay yourself first, and I know it's a, it's a great phrase, right? Pay yourself first. It, it, it's a good you know slogan selling technique. But the, the main reason you shouldn't pay yourself first if you're on a budget is because if you're on a budget, you don't need to pay yourself first. If you've budgeted out all of your money for the month, you really shouldn't have to worry about whether or not you're saving slash investing when it goes out since it's not a, a bill. Now, obviously, if you have automatic right, automatic uh, investing or savings, then, yeah, that's going to come out when it comes out. But in general, you shouldn't need to pay yourself first. The whole purpose of the budget is for you to learn and be disciplined when it comes to managing your money. So if you pay yourself first, that means the very first thing you do, right? Redundant, but the very first thing you do would be to save slash invest. The reason I don't recommend to do that is because the issue, like numbers wise, is that a lot of people can save slash invest or get out of debt. But the question is, can they build that savings and keep it there and only use it for what it's for or not liquidate their investments before the intended date? Or can they get out of debt and stay out of debt? And when you have this mindset of paying yourself first, what happens with a lot of people is let's just say they're able to save $500 this month, right? And they, they pay themselves first. They do it on the first of the month. What usually ends up happening is that people end up tapping into that $500 or that savings account. That is not the habit that you want to build or the mindset you want to have around your savings. And they don't tap into their savings or that $500 because an emergency has popped up. 
they tap into it because they quote unquote paid themselves first and didn't budget their funds properly. I generally recommend that you save slash pay yourself last. That's the last thing you do for the month. We talked about income assets and liquidity, and I talked about the budget before as far as income minus outgo equals leftover in that cash flow. You want to make sure you have as much cash flow for the month. Now, if you got a crazy income slash crazy low expenses, right? You got thousands, tens of thousand dollars, right? Left over. Th th this probably is going to impact you that much. But for people who don't even have 30% of their money to save, they're trying, they're just scrapping everything they can to, to save. You don't want to build the habit where you're saving money. And within that 30 day period, and once you save that money, you're already withdrawing from it. That's going to put you in the mindset of taking out a 401k loan. That's going to put you in the mindset of tapping to your emergency fund or justifying something that's not an emergency as an emergency and tapping into your emergency fund or investing some money in a personal brokerage account and selling too early because the market's going down. And now you, you didn't realize all these losses when you shouldn't have. That's what happens when you have the mindset of pay yourself first. And again, like I said, I, lo I love the, the logic of it. If you've never done anything right before from a financial standpoint you're just learning out it's like yeah you need to get some money saved a savings goal can be the first goal that you have i agree with that but as far as actually when you get paid or how you execute your budget you should not pay yourself first the first thing you should do is make sure you have enough money for food because if you budget properly you shouldn't have to tap into your savings or your investments, or whatever this pay yourself first logic. If you budget properly, like I said, most people do. So what happens is, is they under budget for their necessities. Okay. See, so if you're tapping into your savings and you're still struggling to pay for groceries or find money for the electric bill, whatever, you might need to lower how much money you're saving right first. However, if you took the mindset that I think you should have and not pay yourself first, pay yourself last, you wouldn't have to worry about reducing how much money you're saving. Because from a, from a mental aspect of it or, or behavioral, emotional standpoint, financially, you're seeing that you're saving five hundred dollars and then you're taking right away from it. So you don't get the same gratification as if you truly hit your savings goal versus what I recommend is not even just saving saving um saving the money or paying yourself first but the same thing when it comes to the debt snowball or even investing is what you want to do is you want to build habits as far as budgeting techniques that are transferable so the reason i say you should pay yourself last is because that's usually what you're using to pay yourself is quote unquote that snowball money you know from the example if you're aggressively paying off debt so let's just say this is still the same example you have five hundred dollars that you can put towards savings, investing, debt payoff, whatever, and you have a debt payoff goal. After you make your debt payments and take care of your necessities, that 500 extra dollars, I would tell you not to put that money towards your debt until the end of the month, right before you get paid again. So if anything pops up or happens, you can tap into that $500 that in this case can be viewed as disposable income because you've already taken care of your necessities and your debt payments. And this $500 is just what you're using to be intentional and more aggressive in hitting your goals. But if you tap into it, you're good to go because you know you have all your bills taken care of versus being in a situation where let's say you don't have a savings goal, but you have a debt goal. 
right? And you put that $500 towards your car loan. You can't get that $500 back. Now, credit card, obviously, you can get that money back. But you don't you don't want to do that, What you don't want to. And that, that's what ends up happening. You guys aggressively pay off your credit card in the beginning of the month. And then you didn't properly budget the rest of your money. And now you got to get back into credit card debt. Those are the habits that people usually have from paying themselves first. And that's why a lot of people can get out of debt, but not stay out of it. A lot of people can save money, but end up tapping into their emergency fund or investing and end up taking away from it is because they have in my eyes, right? There's no data behind this, but in my eyes, have the mindset of paying themselves first. Now, when you do execute your budget, if you have everything set up properly, you will be able to take away, let's say from that $500 anytime you want to, because hopefully you have it at the beginning of the month. But again, most people are out here paying themselves first. And it's like, well, how much money did you save this month? And it's like, you know, $100. Like, what happened to it? Well, I went out to eat and I did this and that because the money's still sitting there. Because again, if you don't have any, if you don't have any habits, any discipline when it comes to managing your money, the last thing you need is your quote unquote $500 or your saved amount of money just sitting there the whole month. You're going to take from it, which is why most people do that. And if you, if you think about people who are, you know, struggling financially, you know, in poverty, they can't pay themselves first. You got, they have to take care of their necessities first, right? And which everyone should do, take care of your needs first. And then, like I said, if the first goal you have from a financial standpoint is a savings goal, then yeah, that, that makes sense. And then the last thing you want to do is put yourself in a position where you don't have to stop your savings or stop your investing. A lot of people get in a position where they don't look at making sure they're paying for their necessities and get eliminating debt or making their debt payments first. But by paying themselves first, they put themselves in a position where they're used or they built the habits of not saving as much money as possible slash pulling from that money. And they put themselves in a position where they end up having to stop or lower their savings rate drastically, or they have to stop stop investing. What I want you to do when you learn these budgeting skills that I'm talking about and that I'm teaching you is that you want to put yourself in a position that you don't want to have to stop your investing. That's why I talk about putting that $500 at the end of the month right towards your debt or your savings or whatever. Let's just say you pay off your debt. All we're going to do is just stop putting that $500 towards your car loan and just turn around and change that extra for the car loan line item in your budget to investing or to a savings goal or house down payment, whatever you want, you want to do versus being in a situation because you don't want to be in a situation where you're, let's say you're trying to save for a house down payment. So you're saving that first. You don't want to have the skills or the budgeting techniques where it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm used to taking out uh, my savings. So I'm just going to take away from my house down payment. That's going to impact your goals and impact your timeline as far as when you're able to hit stuff. All right. And then let me see what's the last thing I had. Oh, yeah, the transferable skills. So, yeah, that this this is a quick one. Like I said, I'm trying to keep these, you know, as short as possible. But again, that, that's why I don't I don't recommend paying yourself first. And even if you have things set up from a percentage standpoint, right? It shouldn't matter where you, you kick it out. A lot of people are gonna say, save the money, right? Put it in a different bank account, whatever that you don't have, you know, checking account slash debit card access to. But it's like it, it's not gonna work that way. You got cash up, you got Cash App, Zelle, no sponsor, Venmo, you got all these people, different things in which you can access and send money virtually now. If people are going to tap into their money or even OPM, other people's money, right? Shout out to debt. They're going to do that. 
So the theory, and I think it's more of an old school theory, but the theory behind paying yourself first so you can you know, stash that money away and you don't see it, that doesn't work because most people don't have money saved. And again, people can usually save up that money, but then they tap into it. And so that's why I have the mindset or teach people the technique of put that money away towards the end. That way you don't, if you tap into it, then you've already rearranged that budget. Let's say you need $250 for something. So you take that 500 and then you just change it to 250. And now you got another 250 in your budget to allocate it to whatever you need. And then when you actually look and see how much money did I save this month, it's the 250 versus paying yourself at the beginning of the month, saving that $500. And now you're like, oh crap, I need $250. And then you take away from your savings. This You didn't need to take away from your savings. You should have just had that money, that $500 to the side, have like something like a miscellaneous line item, something like that, leftover, whatever you want to call it. And it's just a catch off anything that pops up during the month, even though you budgeted for everything that's expected. You know, as you know, Murphy's Law, what can go wrong will go wrong. Anything can pop up for that month. You get a blown tire, you got you to go to the doctor, urgent care, something like that. Anything crazy can happen. And you just need a couple hundred dollars to make sure you don't have to go back into debt or tap into your savings. At the end of the day, whether you save the $500 at the beginning of the month or end of the month from a savings standpoint, it's not going to impact you. However, you have to look at, well, are you putting yourself in a position where you have to actually tap into that 500 or that savings rate that you're putting away or that savings account? And you don't want to build those type of habits. When you save your emergency fund or when you start investing, you do not want to tap into that unless it's time to take away from your investments from whatever your intended target date was, or you actually have a true emergency. But a lot of you, your emergency is that, oh, I forgot it's my, my best friend's birthday this month, as if it hasn't been the same day for the last 20 years. And then you go like, oh, I got to, you know, I got to tap into your savings. Like, no, that's not what it was saved for. And that's why I, I harp on a lot as far as your emergency fund, defining what things are for. Now, if you have a sinking fund, right, and this $500 is for going out to eat or something like that, then, yeah, you tap into it before that. But again, this is when you earmark things and you have things notated for their intended use. Most people, when they talk about pay yourself first or you make sure you save first, they're talking about an emergency fund or investing. That's what they're talking about. I've never heard anybody say, yeah, save a sinking fund first for vacations. They're talking about having some emergency fund money saved away, $1,000, 2000 3000 three to six months, whatever it is. And then they're talking about investing, whether that be in your 401k, taking your 401k match, or whether that be um, you know, your Roth IRA or personal brokerage account. That's That's what they're talking about. Which in, in most cases, you're not going to need to take the money out. Most of you are well, well under the retirement age we have to, where you can uh, avoid the early withdrawal penalty. And again, mo most people aren't having emergencies. Usually your emergency is your lack of discipline and your lack of budgeting skills. All right. And so. All right. And then I say, right, what's the real answer? Can you pay yourself first? You can pay yourself first. But again, like I said, you're probably going to end up taking away, which most people end up doing. I've seen many uh, bank accounts. People, people can say they can save the money, but the question is, can they leave it there? And I would say nine times out of 10, but a majority of the time they end up taking away from that money. And that's because they didn't properly plan out, not just a budget for the month, but, you know, for the year, the coming months, whatever, whatever it may be, and actually assess things that are coming up. Right. You might be someone like myself. I go grocery shopping every week. And so sometimes I go grocery shopping five times in a month and it's like, if, if that just pops up out of nowhere, then oh, now I got I would have to pull from a savings account or the money that I saved away. If I invested that money, right, even if it's four hundred one k, right, four hundred one k is gone. You can't you can't take out, you can't take out a four hundred one k loan to go grocery shopping. 
right? And then if you put that money in your personal brokerage account or your Roth IRA, it's like you, you don't need to take from there, right? What are you taking from your long-term investments for? Because you chose not to properly manage your money. And yes, you can pay yourself first and get that money out of it if you don't want to use it. But like I said, most people are going to tap into it. And I, I don't... It, it, the method that I recommend where you move the money at the end of the month, that has... That has shown, um, I would say, no weaknesses, but I, I haven't heard any of my clients or even myself report any issues with it. And they, they like it that way. They say, yep, they got it there. And if something pops up, if they want, if they all of a sudden they get the urge, right, they, they fall off the train, they want to go out, they got that money there. And then at the end of the month, right, when we meet, we do their budget wrap ups, that's the budget for the new month. It's like, OK, how much did you save this month? And like you tapped into it. Right? In fact, if you initially right, wanted to save 500, but you end up spending 250 on something else. All right, then we save 250 this month. Then we rearrange the goals, but we don't want to get into the mindset or the habits of saving money and then pulling from it because we had to pay ourselves first. At the end of the day, in both scenarios, you have $250, whether you wait to the end of the month and you save it and take some, you know, take the 250 throughout the month or you save at the beginning of the month and then take the 250 from it. But again, the emotional and the mental, the behavioral aspect of finances is truly the important part. And th those habits of taken away from your savings when you don't need to usually come back to bite people. That's how they're able to get back into more credit card debt, even if they pay it off and how they're able to justify having money, having money saved. A lot, of, a lot of people were able to have money saved, but then not use it when it's time to use it. And they get into credit card debt. So that, that you have people's habits all over the place. All right. So that's what I got for that. You shouldn't pay yourself first. Look, look at me being a. What is it called when you're against? Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going against against the grain. There we go. Against the grain. Okay. A lot. A lot of people say pay yourself first, and it's, and it's a good mindset to have because most people have no money saved. So you you do you do need to save some money, but again, that that's the first savings goal. Because after we pay for your necessities and your debt payments, if you properly budget, let's just say we got five necessities, right? Let's say six, right? The financial house, you got six necessities. Right. Overall. And then let's just say you got a car loan, student loan, and a credit card. So we got roughly, you know, 10, 10 budget items. Then the 11th one is going to be savings. Right. But mo most people, if they put that money away first, they end up tapping into it because they didn't flush out the rest of their budget when it comes to the, the lifestyle part. And you guys, you guys under budget and you uh, and you underestimate how much you go out or how much it costs to go out or how going out impacts your gas. And then driving more impacts the wear and tear on your car and so your maintenance do faster all these different things that get impacted by going out and then now you're saying well we do a dash Corey, right they, they deliver to us with that now you've got you know got them fees though you know they charging you the tips mandatory things like that on that that truly costs more money it would have saved you money if you just went and got the food but now you can door dash now it costs you more money so um shout out to the people who say pay yourself first which is most people right most people are going to tell you to save some money uh save money first um, I'm not of that train of thought. Uh, obviously, it does work. Let me let me be very clear. You can't pay yourself first and still win financially and budget properly, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, what I usually teach people to do is to have that money, just have it to the side, and then tap into it um, if you need to. And if not, cool. You're gonna save the five hundred dollars for the month, and you know you're at where you're at. Because even from even from if you want to pay yourself first from an investing standpoint. Right. You know, you know, you're supposed to invest long term anyway. So whether you invested the, if you invest at the end of the month, it's heading the beginning of the next month. Right. So it's not it's not that big of a deal for your dollar cost average in every month um, for a 401k standpoint. Obviously, that money's gone. We're talking about money that you actually get paid. So 
technically you would be quote unquote paying yourself first for a 401k. That's not a knock on that for this one. That's the money's gone. We're talking about the net, not your gross here. So your for the 401k people, yeah, pay pay yourself first. I do pay myself first in that standpoint. That's coming out with the taxes and you know the benefits and things like that. So yeah, from that standpoint. But we talking about your net, the money that actually hits your bank account. Now nah, I would definitely say, hey, you might want to look at keeping that money towards the end of the month and then moving it right before you get paid. So you got that extra cash for the extra buffer for things that pop up. All right. So again, that's the end of the episode. Shout out to people who say pay yourself first. Here, I'll I'll, I'll, have, to ask, I'll have to ask Jordan how he feels about that. I'll, obviously, you can imagine Jordan. Jordan does what I told him to do, where you wait to the end of the month. But um, I had to talk to him about that. But um, yep. So again, make sure you hit that like button before you get up out of here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe as well. Make sure you share this with somebody. Put us in the group chat, as Jordan says. Um, again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please leave comments on YouTube on any of the videos, on any of our plat platforms, on social media. Again, I'm Silent underscore Corey. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And my co-host Jordan is Stop Stalling J on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as well. And his business page is Finally Fit on Instagram and Facebook. And his website is finallyfit.live. The live classes have started back up. So from a paternity leave standpoint, Jordan has found time to work out. But he hasn't found time to look at that. He chose Finally Fit over a podcast, y'all. How, how do y'all feel about that? I have to talk to him about that. No, I'm joking. And then uh, for myself, financial coaching, um, $50 for one one-hour session a month or $100 for one one-hour session a week. Okay. And then all of this information is in our show notes on YouTube. All right, y'all. These are getting fun. I did some, I did some more topics lined up for y'all. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I might do this. Actually, <laughs> today's uh, the 28th. I believe this by the time I do the next one, hopefully the student loan application will will have dropped in. So that's what actually I plan on doing next. Because I've been holding off on that, waiting for the form to drop. However, I just saw that uh, uh I think uh, Indiana, a lawyer in Indiana, is suing to say um this, uh I don't know if he's suing, probably not suing President Biden, but he's saying that it's illegal for them to do this forgiveness. And his main his main reason I believe is that he uh. <laughs> He doesn't have to pay the state taxes. So the federal taxes that in 2021, uh, I think, I don't know if it was the CARES Act, but one of the COVID relief bills, no federal taxes um, don't have to be paid on uh, cancellation of student loan debt. That's a 1099C form where you uh, file on your taxes that you have debt cancellation and usually have to claim it as taxable income for that year. But for student loans, that's not the case for, I think, like the 2025. Regardless, that's at the federal level. Then you also have state taxes. And not every state, but a, a small set of states are believed to gonna are believed to be charging um, taxes on this student loan relief. Now, at the end of the Man, we don't we don't wait. For, maybe I should wait for the student loan episode. But at the end of the day, it's ten thousand dollars, right, or twenty thousand um, dollars. But for most people, it's probably ten thousand dollars. I think I forget what the percentages was, but for good, I think majority of people are getting the ten thousand dollars, not the twenty thousand dollars. And you got to get that with the if you had a Pell Grant. But I mean, ten thousand usually state state taxes are significantly lower than federal taxes. But I mean, let's say your state taxes, you didn't get the charge 10%. I mean, that's a thousand dollars, which, which is, you know, a good amount of money, but mo most people's state taxes are probably going to be in that 5% range, my guess would be. Uh, I don't know all the state taxes. There's too many of them, but it's not like people paying 20% in, in state taxes. 
shout out to California, but California does not do this. Let me let me look up Indiana state taxes real quick. Indiana has a flat 3.23% individual income tax rate. Then there are local income taxes. Sale tax seven. Yeah, it's, it's looking like is as they saying Google is saying three percent, three point two three percent. Okay, and I'm just gonna do it real quick on ten thousand dollars, three hundred twenty three dollars. So hey, he he don't want to have to. Remember that that's not what you would have to. He wouldn't owe right. That would just be filed. So let's say if he's a thousand dollars back, it would be you know a little under seven hundred dollars. So you got to pay those taxes but this is not the student loan episode this is about why you shouldn't pay yourself first that guy's going to be mad because he's not going to have as much money to pay himself first but all right y'all again any question concerns please let me know but that's it for this wealth wednesday so remember to save more and say less and keep making better your best and i will catch y'all in the next one